Real Presence Live. It's this really powerful sense of, okay, you're seen, you're known, you're missed if you're not here. Local. It's that good crop of corn or beans or wheat or whatever it is that you do that, you know, you grow it, you grow it to the Lord, and if it doesn't come about, you just have to be patient and say, well, there's always next year. Engaging. Evangelization is the fruit of the love of God being poured into the hearts of Jesus' friends. Live. This is our charism, to be witnesses of Jesus' real presence in the Eucharist. Good morning, Real Presence Radio Live listeners. This is your host, Father Kyle Metzger, and I'm joined here with... I've got Roxanne Tallinn in here with you this morning. Thank you for being with us. It's a delight to have you here. We've got a uh, great uh, program here over the next couple of hours geared up for you, but... uh, Roxanne, why don't we begin here appropriately in prayer? I think we need one. Thank you, Father. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we call down your blessing upon all of us listeners here at Real Presence Radio Live. Please be with us. Uh, uh, enter into the, uh, the the trials of our life. Help us to live lives that are, that are focused on you, always discerning what you are what you are doing in our lives and asking for your grace. Help us to respond generously to your grace so that one day we may dwell alongside all the angels and saints and worship you eternally in heaven. We ask these prayers, the intercession of your blessed mother, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, Roxanne, we've got a great show. We do, and a miracle has already occurred that we're here this morning, that we're on the air with you. That's how much we love you. Even in the midst of a blizzard, we are coming to you. We're we're broadcasting from Fargo, North Dakota, and the weather is pretty dismal here. But what I want to do is I want to throw it over to our production assistant, Eli. Eli, can you give us a preview of uh, the next couple of hours? You know, I sure can. Thanks, Father. Here's what's coming up on this morning's show. You know, its usual location is under construction, so where is the St. Paul Newman Center located in the meantime? Well, we'll be finding out as we visit with Monsignor Gregory Schleschelman and Brian Wilburn how Bison Catholic continues to meet the needs of NDSU students while being in transition. And one week from now, tens of thousands of pro-lifers will be marching down Constitution Avenue in the annual March for Life in Washington, D.C. What will this moment mean for Jordan Miller and Jason Albertson of St. Thomas More Catholic High School in Rapid City? Well, you won't want to miss that. And you'll want to tune in as Nate Swenson and Ryan Norrell share more about a group that aims to grow strong families and Catholic values in both boys and their fathers. All that and a whole lot more is coming up this morning on Real Presence Live. Right back to you. Well, thank you very much, Eli. Say, uh, Roxanne, we're we're in ordinary time now. That's right. Did, I, did, I t- Well, I took my tree out. That uh, was sad. I left a few things up, though, because I think... February second is the official cutoff. Someone told me so. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're 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 milking it. You're getting as much out of that Christmas season as you can. I am. Uh, but a little by little, I have to kind of ease out of it. Otherwise, it's too harsh. So, so. When, when you do take the decorations down, do you take everything down in an instant, or do you kind of slowly pack everything away? I'm, I'm a slow. <laughs> I'm a I'm a slow to, to to put it up and slow to take it down. Are, yeah. yeah. I took I took everything down in the rectory. I I to put everything up way back when a few weeks ago it took me 10 hours I do it all by myself none of of my brother priests that sounds like me at home I did it all by myself (laughs) 10 hours to take it down two hours yeah it's it's a lot slicker to just rip those ornaments off (laughs) 
does. It's amazing. Awesome. Well, well say, Roxanne, we are we are in Fargo right now, but we are not in studio. Where are we, Roxanne? Somewhere up in the hinterland beyond NDSU, but not that far from NDSU. Just just off the beaten path. We are um, at the transitional site for the Newman Center. They are, there's a big building project going on at the Newman Center. So we're a little north of campus, a little off campus uh, broadcasting from their temporary location as they gear up for their new uh their new site. I was curious where where they were being housed. So now now we know. Here yeah, we are. Now so. you know. So we are on location, and uh, we're joined with a couple of guests here from uh, from the Newman Center. Monsignor Gregory Slushleman, welcome. Well, I, it's really you're not welcome. We're in your home, so <laughs> we're the one. That's... No, you are welcome. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. You know, we're, I'm, we're on a skeleton crew here with the weather. I didn't even bring up our guests. Can can we hear you, Monsignor? I can hear. Um, I can hear you. How about now? How about now? Can we hear you? Yeah, I don't know if you can hear me. Can you hear me? Oh my goodness! Let I tell you, we are on a, a skeleton crew. I'm trying to turn buttons here. Keep talking, Monsignor. <laughs> Our, uh, our weather has there greatly affected us, so we would appreciate all prayers so that the show can go on. <laughs> Brian, can we hear you? Can you hear me? Am I? Uh, okay, we I'm got a, you. So okay, we got me. Thanks for your patience, folks. We've got, uh, we've got Monsignor Schlesselman here, and we've got Brian Wilburn. Monsignor, can you uh, introduce yourself? Tell, me, tell us what you do here at the Newman Center. Yes, well, I, uh, I've been here. I'm in my sixth year now uh, with Father Cheney, and... Uh, my main role is to provide spiritual direction, spiritual formation, uh, different kinds of formation uh, to the students and, and even faculty and staff here, here at NDSU. Um, I also teach a class in Catholic Studies. We started that last year and we're continuing to offer a class or two depending on, on the semester to uh, the university. and. Uh, and also just simply be involved in so many of the events and activities of the students to, to be essentially to be around and available and uh, to accompany them as they go through their college years. And so it's a great ministry. It's a marvelous opportunity. And I love being here. I love doing this kind of work. I think there's just enormous potential for good in our young adults. And uh, it's just a privilege to be able to serve them. A lot of life and fervor in the in the college students, isn't it? Yes, there? it makes a person younger than one <laughs> actually is. <laughs> Probably staying up a little bit later than your previous assignment, huh? Yes, and <laughs> playing certain kinds of sports that you never thought you would. And <laughs> so it's great. It's great. And Brian Wilburn, what do you do here for the uh, for the university? My main role is fashion design for Monsignor. <laughs> <laughs> my my main role is uh, director of development for. Uh, the NDSU Newman Center. So I work. I've been working for Father Cheney and the team for uh, like four and a half, five years. Now, um, tell me, uh, uh, Monsignor, kind of what is unique um, unique that you experience with college ministry as as compared to maybe parish life. Well, I think it's the age, primarily. Uh, students that obviously come to college are leaving home for the first time, largely. And they, they're exploring a whole new world uh, as they enter into university studies. They are exposed to all kinds of ideas and attitudes, uh, different kinds of experiences and other students that they get to know. And all of that foment, if you will, um, creates an environment 
nor and it's very normal uh, for them to begin to question and wonder about the things that they held or were taught to be true uh, you know as a, as a child growing up and they are in a sense in a good way confronted with the reality that they have to make their own choices they have to decide ultimately for themselves uh, what direction is their life going to take and it's so uh, it's such a rich moment. It's such a, a unique moment too, because in 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 their time at home as they're growing up, they're pretty much um, much of that is is safeguarded, or shall we say, is taken care of for them naturally by their parents and their family. Um, but then after their college years and as they get a job, maybe start a family, etc., they, they're already kind of set in in a certain trajectory, and this time period is a transitional zone and really incredibly major decisions are made about really what's going to happen for the next 30 40 50 years of their lives and so it's a privileged moment and it's an incredibly important moment for christ uh, to be with them for them to experience how jesus is walking with them much like he walked with the disciples along the road to emmaus even if they're going in the wrong direction, no matter which way they're going, he want, he is walking alongside of them. He wants them to encounter him, to experience his love, and to let him lead them in the pilgrimage of life. And if we can help that encounter take place, that's one of our main objectives to try and help uh, students actually meet Jesus, the real Jesus, and enter into this, you know, mysterious adventure of of discovering what that all looks like. Um, if we can accomplish that, if we can help facilitate that, that's that's a great goal. Monsignor, I, I love the transition zone, I think you said, transitional zone, that's interesting. When I went to college, uh, my dad wasn't actually in the faith at the time. He had been in seminary at one point, though, so he had a very deep faith. But as I was walking out the doors, I remember he said, check out the Newman Center. And I was not I was at MSU at the time, MSUM, um, and they had a, a lively Newman Center. And I've often thought back to that time and thought, I don't know <clears throat> if my life would have taken the same trajectory if I had not had that. It's such a gift. So... Uh, what is the, what is one of the obstacles though that you've encountered? I think the obstacle is 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 the the kind of the obvious one in the sense that we don't have um, all that many opportunities to to actually connect with the students. So there, you know, we're even though our site, uh, you know, at the corner of Twelfth and University is is an outstanding site. We're right next to campus. Uh, you couldn't ask in a sense for a better place. Uh, but at the same time, w- in order to be in their classes, to be on campus, to be Memorial Union, we do make a real effort to do that, to have a presence on campus, and that's very fruitful. But still, we don't necessarily reach all of them. And and that would be a marvelous thing that we could do, but we haven't, you know, we're not that many people uh, involved in it, although we have, a, you know, we have great staff, we have... Uh, you know, marvelous focus missionaries who work with us. We have peer ministers, so students who work for us part-time and help us to do all the things that we're doing. We have a whole slew of student missionaries. So there's a whole group of people involved in this. Um, but that, that, is, that is an obstacle of just actually meeting them. And the second one that I think is more substantial is the fact that they are pulled immediately within the first few weeks of school into groups and into patterns of behavior and being with others that are just destructive just to be honest um the you know a lifestyle that is that is 
that seems like freedom to them initially, but actually is is very damaging. And and it creates an obstacle, an interior obstacle to them being willing or even interested in anything that would go against or counter to, you know, kind of the party mentality and, and just doing whatever you feel like. And that, of mm. course, the culture doesn't help us either. You know, it, it, it encourages that kind of attitude. You are listening to Real Presence Radio Live. This is uh, your host, Father Kyle Metzger, joined with Roxanne Sullen, and we are broadcasting from Fargo um, on site of, uh, of uh, the transitional location for the Newman Center. So, Brian, let me turn to you. Um, we're not at the actual site of the Newman Center. This is kind of a, a unique spot that we are. Can you tell yes. me why are we here? What's going on here <laughs> yeah. at the Newman Center? Yeah. Well, no, we're at 2505 University Drive North. So very similar address title to our old one. But, yeah, it's just a little bit north of the Fargo Dome. Uh, we're here. It started last May. We moved out of the Newman Center because we were tearing it down. And we did. And they had to start the Father Cheney's favorite part, asbestos abatement. <laughs> <laughs> and so they started that part. And it was kind of like a, a home move disaster because the Newman Center is a home away from home. So imagine like your home move times 60 years and thousands of students and everybody going, you know what? I think I'll just leave this for the Newman Center. So it was really <laughs> hard to determine what we were going to take and what we weren't. But we got through it. We moved here and we've been here since the school year started. And now we're uh, we're building and the capital campaign, which we've been raising uh, funds for to build a new Newman Center has been going very well. And we're at about 95% of the original goal. We had 21 and a half million. So we're we're at just uh, about twenty million five hundred thousand. So thank you to wow. everyone that's that's made that possible. Brian, um, why a new Newman Center? What's it gonna What's because, it gonna do for ministry? Um, no, a new Newman Center. I mean, it it. Well, the nice thing about this Newman Center. So I had the privilege of serving with the Focus Fellowship of Catholic University students, and so I saw a number of different Newman Centers. And this Newman Center really stands uh, above and beyond. And I don't just say that because I'm an alumni. It really is. There's something going on in North Dakota, and especially right here in Fargo. Um, the students are receptive to the message. We have great involvement. And so it's going to take a great ministry, and it's going to give it a space where it can actually grow and it's going to have a major impact on the campus because we're going to be adding things like a classroom for Catholic studies and uh, more robust choir facilities so that we can work with NDSU Fine Arts, uh, things like that that are going to be possible in this new facility. Monsignor, um, I've heard you know about the, the, the ministries, the activity that takes place at the Newman Center, which is really, uh, unlike most Newman Centers, the amount of activity which is prompting kind of the need for new space. What are some of the things that are going on that, um, that are prompting a, 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 a new project? Well, um, a great example would be Bible studies. We have um, close to 50, between 40 and 50 Bible studies, typically, uh, a semester or during the, throughout the year. And I can remember in the old facility, uh, on one occasion, I was walking out of my office, I was going into the, uh, into the social hall, and there were students, like, gathered in the most obscure corners of the building, trying to have a Bible study, because there was simply no other space. I mean, everything was taken, uh, there was just no other option for them, and so they were just kind of camping out wherever. And and I think some of those things, as, as Brian said, you know, the, the Newman Center really does serve as a home away from home. 
Well, in a home, you, you feel comfortable, you feel welcome, you feel safe, you, uh, there's place for you, <laughs> like there's actual places where you can sit down and enjoy yourself and be with your friends, etc. And I think that's a very important thing, especially in this culture and especially in this time and this day and age, because students feel so dislocated, not because they've left home and gone to college, but because of the nature of the, shall we say, the atmosphere of college life typically in the United States, they really feel alienated. And I mean, loneliness is by far and above the most common thing that students will talk about. They're lonely. So they may have all kinds of quote unquote friends, you know, a zillion friends on Facebook, but they're just terribly lonely. And the beauty of a Newman Center like this is that it occasions authentic friendship. It occasions a place where people can actually experience real, you know, real goodness in other people, being with them, simply being with them, not necessarily doing anything, you know, extraordinary. And that's just so important for them. And once they experience that, I've seen students, they're just, they're totally all in. I mean, they're like, they're like sponges. They want to take in as much as they can possibly take in. They want to grow in their faith. They want to reach out to other students to bring them in. It's just a marvelous thing to behold. But in order to make that happen, you, you need a place. There's, uh, there's something very incarnational about the faith. And it's a, it's a very unique thing. Unlike a parish where people have their own homes. They, they don't need or feel to the same degree and in the same way that their parish, like a Newman Center, needs to be that for them. Amazing. One of the things simply to foster passing on the faith is having good friends. Yes. Simple as that, you know, as a bridge. Um, Brian, with that, having friends, having a location, other things the Newman Center is going to be able to offer. I've heard of housing even. Yeah, yeah, the housing. So the housing is going to be uh, faith-based housing, Christian-principled housing, and we're going to have 88 beds, and that will be attached to the Newman Center. And that's been one of Father Cheney's uh, big visions that he's wanted to see. And a big reason is because we used to have a men and women's formation house right next to the Newman Center that we used to operate. I lived in one of them, and we had, you know, different, we, we prayed every day. We had a meal one night that you cooked. So there were things like that, and it really showed us that when you have students living close to the Newman Center, you have that much more time to work with them. They can form deeper friendships. And that's a big reason why we're adding faith-based housing. So a parent who is sending their kid to NDSU, we hope it to be we hope it will be accredited faith-based housing so that when a student sends their kid to NDSU, they'll be able to select Newman as their housing. And we're envisioning that that will be a really big boost to the Newman Center's community life. You guys have great things going on here. Big plans. If uh, if anybody wants to help uh, contribute to this building project, any uh, any place they can call, they can go. Brian, yeah, make it out to cash. Brian, will, no, <laughs> just they can go to bisoncatholic.org/campaign, uh, and that is not only where you can donate, you can find more information on the campaign. But you can also find uh, our number, our staff, and any one of us is more than willing to uh, let you to meet up to explain what's going on with it. No high-pressure situations, but uh, we're always happy to share the good news, the good work God's doing through this. Roxanne, whenever I drive down University and mm-hmm. I drive past that building project, mm-hmm. it like it sends chills. It's exciting, and I'm wondering: is this the only location that's had this vision of having the 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 residents too? Is it new or? Yeah. In this way, yeah. There is one at the University of Illinois in Champaign. If people want to look at the Newman Center there, they built a massive student dorm, and that was a big uh, inspiration. But uh, this is pretty unique for this area of the country. 
Wow. Well, Monsignor Brian, thank you so much for not simply being here to talk with us, but uh, for all the work that you do in uh, in informing disciples and the college students. It's a unique ministry. It's a challenging ministry. But you guys seem to be doing uh, doing really, really well. So God's blessings on all that's happening here at the Newman Center. Uh, coming up next, we're going to take a few moments to pray for the intentions that you've sent us during your Prayerfully Yours segment. And later you ask the questions. We'll do our best to provide the answers on Straight Talk beginning at 9.30. This is Real Presence Live coming to you from St. Paul's Newman Center in Fargo, North Dakota. We'll be right back. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.